now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast, 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for May the 18th. Today, on a tremendous show, Crash and Mars talk about that time you knew you were getting fired before you actually got fired, your favorite, your favorite, what the f*** moments, and what happens when you can't pay your bill at a restaurant. Which, unfortunately, it turns out a lot of you are familiar with. All right, here we go. The Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, bit of an explosive uh, couple of nights in Fort McMurray with explosions. Did you yeah. see any of those? I was reading that before bed. Uh, well, because of these, the Notley government is considering another approach to the re-entry protocol now in Fort McMurray. And that, of course, has residents anxious to see that happen. They want to know what's going on. Uh, it looks like uh, there was a couple of explosions, a blast that have damaged at least uh, seven homes, possibly a fourplex. One explosion happened near a school. I don't think there was any damage, though. Mm-hmm. They say when you start turning on a switch of a city of you know 90,000 people, sometimes stuff is going to happen. Officials have been reinforcing uh, what's going on. They're trying to figure out what's safe and what isn't. The two incidents that happened on Monday night demonstrated to workers that they've got to, you know, play, pay really close attention to exactly what's going on. Because well, they're trying to turn gas on everywhere, trying, right? Yeah. And this is a result of that, like a ruptured gas it line is, somewhere or something. Yes, yeah, that's right. That they turned on. So crews, of course, still are uh, are working on it. Work has been halted on the cleanup though at the Fort McMurray Hospital. Uh, the four hundred doing that job had to be evacuated as a precaution after some explosions. So. Yeah. Just, uh, I guess, keep listening for when you're going to be able to return home. Still take a little bit of time. Edmonton police have taken to Facebook and Kijiji to warn you about the dangers of shopping on buy and sell websites. Uh, They're saying people in our city are putting themselves in dangerous positions by not being careful. Crash, you need to listen to this story. What? Yeah, I know. I I saw you. I saw your face there. I'm on Kijiji right now. Yes. Uh, Police are saying they just recently uh, investigated and opened a file where a gentleman responded to an ad to buy a cell phone. Yeah, (gasps) I did that. It was about a $700 phone that was not in an area that was public. It was dark without much traffic. And the person ended up being robbed at knife point for the $700 that they brought with them to purchase the phone. See, that's why I parked right in front of a Tim Hortons, literally right in front of their doors. To do well, they the say deal. that's what you should do. Yeah. Like, middle of the day, yeah. right in front yeah. of, like, you know, then where there's, there's going to be a ton of people. Yeah, then there's a really slim chance of me getting jacked or stabbed, right? Yeah. Well, they're they're running a campaign now, so you're going to see pop-up ads mm-hmm. when you're surfing the net. Uh, and it's you're, it's going to allow you to click on them. That will bring you to an EPS link, which will provide tips on how to protect yourself, because apparently... Don't they recommend you to do safe. deals in police parking lots too? Oh yeah, like the police station. Yeah, yeah. please say you want to, you know, do a Kijiji deal. Come over, do it in our parking lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would if I was selling something, I would, sure. I would have no problem. And you know, if there. the person who you're buying it off of doesn't want to meet you in the police parking yeah, lot, yeah, then it's a sketchy well, deal. Yeah, you know, or they don't want a license plate ran, or yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, apparently, last year there was also a big uh, sting involving Canadian Finals rodeo tickets. Hmm. $7,000 people wow. were scammed out of last year. So, yep. All right. Remember when we had that terrible story about the Mayor Thorpe Bridge? Uh, well, that trestle bridge 
is now brand new and it is up. I know, and it's only been 20 days, right? Less than three weeks after yeah. a massive fire destroyed the Trestle Bridge in Mayerthorpe, rail service has been restored to the community. They got that done fast. Why? And that's the CN rail people that are built the bridge. Yes. Yeah. Why didn't we get them to build the road bridge? Yeah, I know. How long has that been going on All for? All years. Yeah. Right? They did this these bridge in know, 20 days. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they replaced the 1,200-foot wooden trestle bridge that was destroyed by fire on April 26th. Yeah. Crews brought in 190,000 metric tons of material. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Banged her up. Get her done. Trains are going. Yeah. That's right. That is amazing. 20 days. 20 days. Hmm. And they've uh, rail services is going ripping through no problem why why is the Groat road bridge taking <laughs> so long why did the uh the quinnell bridge take yeah, years that remember that <laughs> yeah you oh that CN was terrible yeah they know what they're doing all right ask yourself this right now are you single man or woman um are you i guess you don't I, this isn't for straight people either it doesn't matter straight or gay yeah and are you drinking like there's no tomorrow <laughs> if uh, you're single and are you are you drunk right now well, you're probably not awake right you now. You might then. not be awake right now. Yeah. Well, scientists say that if you've got um, a bit of a drinking problem, and, you know, I'm not necessarily talking full-blown alcoholism, but maybe you're drinking a little more than you'd like to, mm-hmm. you should look at getting married. That'll slim down the booze intake? A new study was published in the American Journal of Psychiatry that finds a powerful link between marriage and booze. Hmm. And it's not just for straight people. Yeah. Apparently, married men and married women had a 60% less chance to use alcohol after they got married than when they were single. Why? I guess because when you're single, you're out, you're, you're partying, living it up. you're living it up, you're yeah. having a grand old time, but when you get married, you're not going out as often. So what about if you're dating someone for a couple months? Is get that the, kind of the same thing? No, though? because when you're dating, you're out drinking. Oh, I guess, you're yeah. having a good you're time. You're being social. So once you're married, your life is done? Your life is done. <laughs> Ginge, now, you um, you used to enjoy the party. Yeah, I can back this up. This yeah. is, <laughs> is it legit? This is legit science. Just for as you said, you don't go out as much when you're married. Yeah. You Why? stay home more. Well, you like the person you're hanging out with, I guess. Yeah, but you can still go out and like hang out at a restaurant, a bar or something, no? Yeah, but you've got like company you enjoy like right there. Mm. You don't need to go out to look for others. You can you still drink at home. So do you find that after you married Rachel, your alcohol intake like dropped? Yeah, there's like that weird it's a weird graph at like peaks when you first like start hanging out with someone. Yeah. New. Like yeah. your honeymoon? Exactly. Yeah. You're going out lots, you're trying yeah. to show them a good time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a lot better when I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, you get married and you stay home, you have some kids, and yeah. you just quit leaving oh, the house. no. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you had a beer? Uh, well. Did you have one over the weekend? Yeah. <laughs> this heat helps out. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got, you got to stay hydrated, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For safety reasons. But, but when was the last time you and Rach went on a tear? Oh. Since, like, before she was, she's pregnant all the time. <laughs> Over right. a year ago, I bet. <laughs> it's been six years. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, though. There's like a narrow window where she's not like breastfeeding or pregnant. Yeah. yeah. And we really do it up there. <laughs> and then we put everything on ice again for another and year. Then you get yeah. tired and you're yeah. good to go for another year <laughs> and a half. All right. Well, if you find that you're drinking too much, find someone and get married. <laughs> this one says, no, you just drink more alone. Is that? Yeah. Well, that I guess if you don't alone. find someone, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark says, in some cases, you start drinking after you get married. Well, scientists uh. said that that's debunked. Mm. I'm, maybe in Mark's case, it's not. Yeah, maybe in Mark's case, though. <laughs> Times are a little tougher He's for Mark. All right, we've kind of been talking about uh, how this is the year of fire. Mm-hmm. For We've had fire in the news, yeah. obviously, with Fort McMurray. The fact that the province is tinder dry. Yeah. There's just, there's been fire starter stories. Mayor Thorpe Bridge. Yeah. Fire starter. Yeah. Uh, all the grass fires around the city. Mm-hmm. Fire starter. Tons of fire talk. I've got another fire story for you guys, and this one is insane. Now, men and women who join the fire department probably do so for a couple of reasons. Number one, they like to save lives, right? Yeah, absolutely. They like to feel the adrenaline rush that accompanies the act of fighting a fire. But this story takes us to Pennsylvania, where they have volunteer firefighters. Crash, your brother is a volunteer firefighter. Yeah. Well, apparently there wasn't enough going on in the community that they were no, serving. No, no. So they started to create their own thrills. Now, these guys didn't go as far as to start fires. Yeah. But they started calling in fake 911 fire calls <sighs> just so they could take the fire truck for a rip. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Whee>! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Where would they go? They I guess they would just rip. take off and then be like, oh, false alarm false when they alarm. get back. Yeah. Oh, just so they can rip around town. In the fire truck. Yeah. When they probably get paid per call, too, if you're volunteering. Oh, do, uh, yeah, I don't know yeah, how that I works. I think, yeah, yeah, some places pay you per call. There were four volunteer firefighters that were in on it. The men called in five fake fire fires yeah. just for the thrill of turning on the siren and ripping around <laughs> in a fire truck. It would be kind of fun, right? Yeah, well, like yeah, to come barreling be. out of the fire hall. And yeah, it's like, woo, woo, yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be, be great. Fun. I think that's half the reason you become like a volunteer firefighter. Yeah, is for the truck. I don't know how it is in other towns. My small town had a volunteer department, mm. and when the when they were needed, they set off like a siren. Yeah, to yeah. alert them all, like a town siren. Yeah, and they got to speed through town mm-hmm. to the fire hall, and that'd be fun in itself. Because I remember if anyone, if you heard that fire siren, you could start speeding because no one knew who actually was headed to the fire hall. There was like um, a minute, 90 seconds of like prison rules where you could do anything you wanted as long as the siren was going. Yeah. My uncle's a firefighter. Like a legit uh, one or a volunteer? Yeah, no, he's a legit, legit firefighter in Ontario. (laughs) And uh, he loves fire. He does. He loves fire. fire. No, like I think to be a fireman, and if you are, if you're a fireman or a firewoman, let me know. Yeah, you gotta love, like you love watching stuff burn, right? Look at my brother. He loves, loves fighting fire. He loves burning stuff. Oh, John is like, if John, like this, these are the photos he sends me on text. He's at the fire hall. Yeah, how happy he is. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. There's selfies of him in the truck with all the guys. They're like, what's up? And they're doing a fire call. John is one small mental break away from becoming Canada's largest arsonist. Oh, yeah. no. And then putting no. them out himself. Here's him on another call. <laughs> yeah, there he is. There he goes. I bet firefighters either like love fire. Oh, like my uncle. uncle loves fire. Or they hate it. And they just want to yeah. battle it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to take you down. Yeah. I'm going to say they love it. Yeah. I think if you're a firefighter, sure, you like the saving lives. I think that's secondary. Well, and you... I think fire is You have to go going. into a different state of mind, too, because you're running into a building that's burning, yeah. right? So you're addicted to the adrenaline. You're not just spraying it from the outside. You're going in. You love fire. Yeah. Well, that was like the uh, the kid who allegedly said yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, the 19-year-old there. Fire. Yeah. yeah. He really he loved fire. He his own fire. Oh. Do you, you love fire, eh? You're kind I, I do but, love fire. I, I don't uh, 
I don't know if I run into a burning building though. Would you, James? I like controlled fire, like fire, fire pit, pit fire. Okay. A fire pit. Yeah, yeah, like, like roasting ooh, marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Loves fire. A good old barn burning is uh, pretty nice. Have you been to one of those? I've never been to a barn. You've burning. never been to a barn burning. I haven't English. <laughs> Where are you at a barn, Bernie? How about the, you don't burn barns yeah, down? Yeah, way out in the country, if there's some old beat-up barn that a farmer needs to get rid of, then it's like the get, round up the community. I'm burning, old uh, Earl's burning the barn down, and everyone will pull up lawn chairs and burn it. Don't they just, like, pull it down? Nah, you no, burn it. not in Manitoba. Yeah, you burn uh, it. Well, you got a fire truck on standby to put out any grass fire, and you're good to go. There's been a couple of times that I have been at, uh, like, a family barbecue yeah. of uh, crashes, oh, and yeah. John's phone, his phone will go off, and I'm like, what is that sound? Because mm-hmm. it sounds like a, like well, a war alarm. Yeah, well, he's got the pager thing, too. He's yeah. got the pager, and he comes back, he's like, gotta go on a call, guys. A barn burn started a grass fire. <laughs> and off he goes. He's like, yeah, he feels out. out. And he has this little siren kit that yeah. he puts on the top of his car, so it's like... Durr. Like a cop? Like oh, yeah, a yeah. police yeah. detective? Yeah, a little magnet light. It's no. like... Durr. And yeah. he peels out. Yeah. He peels out and he goes and joins his fellow uh, volunteer firefighters and... They put out the barn burning grass fire, yeah. Manitoba. All hours of the night, all hours during the day, yeah. he's ripping around. People around Crash's um, town also like to light the, um, uh, you know when you get, like you're in a rural community and you see the community sign on the side of the road? Oh, yeah. But like, it's not metal, it's wood. Yeah, like yeah. A, it's like welcome to You know, community. whatever. Yeah. Like I know, People like to light, burn those down where yeah. he lives. They build like little... Like newspaper and twigs, and then they douse it in gas, this, and they throw a match on what? it. And they run, and yeah. this, the sign that was put up where I grew up, people didn't like it. They didn't like it, and so it was burnt down uh, a couple times, they and they just kept building it like higher up. I and they put it on like guys. metal posts, and they kept burning it. <laughs> and then someone took it out with their car. <laughs> <laughs> someone literally drove yeah, their car man. right through it and left their car it in the bush. It was like big Enola news too. <laughs> Uh, I picture like some spurned, like there was two sign makers in town. Oh, yeah. And the county chose one, and yeah. the other guy's furious about it. <laughs> but they weren't your like metal, like, you know, signs. No, it was like just a giant wooden one. Yeah. With like population, 4,000, or nothing like that. It was just a wooden yeah. sign. Or people <laughs> throw paint at it. Didn't somebody also do a, because um, I know they kept putting it up higher, a flame torch? Wasn't like, there? They oh, yeah, they burnt it with a tagger torch. Like a like an evil villain? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, John got called out to that one yeah. and started the bush on fire. <laughs> that was a convenient one, right down the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Manitoba. Yeah, God yeah. bless you. All right, what would you do if you woke up uh, from a 42-day-long coma? What would be your first words, do you think? I'm alive! Yeah, Ginge, what would be your first words? I'd do a big, like, Is that a word? (laughs) (laughs) You just take a large breath of air. Dramatic. Well, a Florida man emerged from a 42-day-long coma, and apparently the first thing he asked for was Taco Bell. Oh, yes, he did. A guy posted on Reddit, quote, My friend Jake woke from a 42-day coma a few weeks ago, uh, relearning his speech Mm -hmm. because he lost that ability. But he was able to make it very clear when he woke up that he wanted Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. He can't say any words except for, I want Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's learning, though. Oh, this is kind of doomed for a bit. Yeah, he's, uh, he's learning. Get him a nice Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, mm. he's got it.
I picture like that's how he communicates everything. Like he's happy or sad. Like I want Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting it. Alrighty, uh, in sports, the follow-up from the Jays Ranger brawl on Sunday came down. Major League Baseball suspended the Rangers' second baseman Odor mm. eight games for punching Batista. Batista got a one-game suspension. Blue Jays manager John Gibbons and pitcher. Jesse Chavez were handed three game suspensions. Now, Batista played last night. He's appealing. He hit a home run in a 12-2 loss. The Jays have now lost four straight, including their last two games against Tampa, by a total score of 25-4. to So, uh, Toronto Raptors bandwagon might be a lot tighter today, or a lot lighter today, rather, after getting pummeled by Cleveland in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Final. The Raptors proved the odds makers right in doubting them in a 31-point loss. Damn. LeBron James... Irving were unstoppable as the Cavaliers won their ninth straight game to start the playoffs. Uh, and then Canada's win at the World Hockey Championships ended abruptly yesterday. Finland made it look easy, taking a 4 nothing win over Canada. The Canadians had won 16 straight games going back to last year's gold medal team. Canada now has a date with Sweden in the quarter quarterfinal starting tomorrow. All right, it's going to be, uh, you know, an all right day today. They are saying that we could see a thunderstorm later on. Still warm, 22 degrees for the high. Showers rolling in this afternoon. It is 617, and we are sitting at plus 10. Good morning. I would just like to read some text from firefighters that were coming in. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no photos coming in. No, there's no Sorry. photos, but uh, uh, this one here says, uh, this is from Nicole. She says, good morning, guys. Uh, I am a volunteer firefighter at my industrial site. I am an inner pyromaniac at heart. Oh, really? I knew it. Firefighters love fire. Firefighters, is is that because you you know how to control them? So you like to burn things and watch things it burn? It could be, yeah. Uh, she says, I'm an inner pyromaniac at heart, so it quells the addiction. Mm. knowing that I can go and fight fires. I've been doing it now for almost 10 years. I've done some pretty crazy training inside of burning buildings. It's amazing, and it gets me going. Oh, yeah. Like it gets like you going. Oh, it like really gets you going? Yeah. A gym. So, someone, a lighting, someone lighting a candle in your bedroom, you're like, <gasps> oh! I think it's got to be a big, dangerous oh, fire. Oh, it's got to be a big fire, yeah. Uh, Jim, who's 57, is yeah. kind of hinting at the same thing. He says he is with the uh, Nemeo Fire Rescue. Mm-hmm. Says I'm still going strong at the age of 57. Yeah, it's a good feeling. <laughs> Plus, I get in the annual calendar. <laughs> Jim, damn. Yeah, here's another one. Oh, this is all about sex and fire. I, you know, I was it is just right. About to say, I should ask my brother if that works. It but totally is that weird is. asking my brother. Another one here says my best friend is a firefighter. Apparently, his daughter was conceived after he got home from a firefight mm-hmm. because it revs him up. <laughs> <laughs> Although, that makes at, sense, right? Yeah, look at John, yeah? uh, my brother, and his sure. wife. Uh, during their, uh, when they were having their first child, because my brother's wife was a volunteer firefighter for quite some time, oh, too. That's why they have so many kids. They took pregnancy uh Photos with her in firefighting gear and her belly hanging out, and she's carrying an axe. And they did like a big photo shoot on a fire truck. Oh yeah, and she was like like laying on the she was laying on the pile of hose. It was the full deal. Yeah, it, it was, was uh, obviously it does that for him, right? Well, yeah, because he was there, stand, like he was shirtless 
in his firefighting pants with his suspenders. Yeah. And then she was wearing a firefighter's jacket and a hat, and her her you know pregnant belly was showing, and he's behind her, <laughs> yeah. holding her belly and stuff. You and know that's not the first time they've dressed up in that. Thing. Oh, oh, absolutely. Of course, yeah. I'm beginning to think now more went on at that fire hall. I bet you, uh, Hunter, their firstborn, yeah, was conceived totally. in the fire hall. Were the pictures at the fire hall? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, at the fire hall on the fire truck. Well, the other was the other and, one. Well, yeah, the, uh, it was, uh, who is the guy? Dutch. He was taking the photos. <laughs> of course. They and just he, used one of the other fire Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was taking photos. <laughs> and the Dutch is a guy with, like, giant handlebar mustache. Oh, I love your brother. <laughs> yeah. And Vanessa, yeah, she was in, like, her bra and her undies. And a bu- and, and she was very pregnant. She was, oh, what, yeah, like, yeah. eight months? Yeah, eight she months? was ready to go, yeah. Yeah. And she was uh, in some firefighter gear, and they were posing all over the trucks. And what if they needed the truck? Like, there's not. Well, there is a couple. You can take the other ones. You can take <laughs> the other ones that aren't being used in the we're photo busy shoot over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a small town fire firefighting. I bet you fire gets them going. It must. I mean, everybody is texting yeah. in saying that if they're a volunteer firefighter, they either love fire. Yeah. Or. They're conceiving children after fighting fires. That's mm-hmm. what all the texts are saying. It's I, I would imagine it's such an adrenaline rush, right? Do cop- you get home, you're like, yeah, I put it out. The cops come home after, like, busting a perp? Yeah, for sure they oh, do. Oh, guaranteed they guaranteed do. Guaranteed they do. Wouldn't you? If you, you just, like, yeah, save the day? Yeah, if you had a little bit of a scrap, you save someone, you handcuff someone, threw Absolutely. them in the slammer, you're just jacked, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> oh, my God, I want to be a firefighter or a cop. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. Alrighty, uh, this story here kind of sucks. And for anybody who, uh, you know, is a ball fan, then you probably know about the Atlanta Braves uh, and their their guy there, Freddie Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was a you know big Braves guy. Um, he was fired by the Atlanta Braves the other morning after the team lost in Pittsburgh to bring their record down to nine to twenty eight. Yeah, uh, the game was the first of a four game road series. Now this dude, Freddie Gonzalez, uh, was traveling with the team. They were on a road trip, and he didn't know he was fired. Do you want to know how he found out? <sighs> he checked an email, uh, and he found a. A plane itinerary yeah. that he was scheduled to fly back home to Atlanta despite three more ball games being played in Pittsburgh. Oh, they just said you need to be on this flight back? Yeah. Oh, no. The secretary accidentally sent Freddie Gonzalez that email yeah. before the team owners were able to tell him he was punted. Oh, how awkward is that? That so sucks. So he's like, obviously he got on the phone right away and he's like, what's up with this? Well, like, yeah, oh, he's like, why? Right, you're fired. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes, that is exactly what happened. Oh, what a drag. So they're saying that it was really, emb- he's saying it was really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the manager of the team. And uh, he had to pack his bags. And well, that's, uh, Yeah, that's really embarrassing. And then, uh, and then head her on out. <sighs> that was the end of that. I guess at least he got a little warning. <laughs> it sucks when you have to call the office and say, am I fired? Am I fired? <laughs> I want to know if anybody has ever had to call their boss after receiving some secondhand information yeah. or an email that you shouldn't have seen or did the notice of you being let go go out Yeah, and you were still at work? I had that in Halifax. Some random called me and they didn't talk long. They just said, just to let you know and give you a heads up. I interviewed for your job. 
Click. Yeah. And they hung up. I'm like, what? Yeah, you were fired shortly after that. And then I couldn't get that. a hold of any of the management. They wouldn't then talk I, to I you. I finally got a hold of one, and the manager's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. And yeah, sure enough, the, the axe came down that Friday. The axe came down, yeah. Ginger, have you ever been in a situation at all where you found out you were fired before they no. were fired? No. That's a great prank to play, though. Start calling No, that's you terrible. <laughs> I interviewed for your job. That's brutal. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about uh, how this Atlanta Braves dude by the name of Freddy Gonzalez uh, found out that he was fired yesterday morning uh, because he was accidentally sent an email of a flight, which was his flight home, despite the Braves having more games in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so we're wondering if you found out you're being canned before it actually happened. Yes. Uh, Fish is hanging on on four sure. here. How are you doing today, Fish? Not bad yourself? Yeah, doing wonderful. All right, so uh, did this happen to you? Um, sort of and not. So last year we experienced a lot of layoffs at my company. Yeah. And unfortunately, if some people didn't hear about it from their supervisors, they're passes to get in the building stopped working oh no another one. Oh no yeah yeah so well, you were standing there trying to scan your tag and you couldn't get in yeah exactly yeah and people are like oh can i catch the elevator with you and you're like eh. <laughs> oh no yeah do you let them in i would like your regular co-workers i, I wouldn't even think about it because we've got the same thing here fish like they're little like key fobs yeah and if i had to like if i was scanning in yeah and, like, an engineer came up, and they're like, oh, my fob doesn't work. Can you let me in? I'd be like, of course. Come on in. Meanwhile, they're fired, and they come ransack <sighs> well, the building. I, I don't know. And they're like, who let them in? <laughs> I did. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's uh, brutal. One day in January, my pass stopped working. Yeah. So I actually had to go to my manager, and I, I literally said, so is there any reason I shouldn't be here today? Oh, uh, yeah. And? And? Like, um... No, no. What are you talking about? And I was like, well, I guess uh, he told me afterwards some of the passes are just automatically set to expire within five years. Oh, okay. Well, thank God. Freaking out the entire time. And it was like, okay, thank you. Happy five-year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, happy five years. You're fired. Oh, if my fob doesn't work here, I'm just going home. I'm thinking yeah, right away. I'll turn around and be like, well, yeah. too bad. Well, they fired me. Yeah, I'm going back to bed. Exactly. All right, okay, thanks for that, Fish. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, I would turn around and just go. Not even worrying about it. They'd blunder that here, though. They would totally turn our fobs off before telling us. Uh, surprisingly, the fobs haven't been turned off yet, right? <laughs> That's true. Uh, I want to jump to Melanie here on, sure. too. How you doing, Melanie? Good, how are you? Yeah, doing, doing really good. well. All right, so did this happen to you? You found out you were being canned before it actually happened? Oh, yeah. Oh. I was uh, at work, and an email was sent out to the whole company announcing yeah. that the guy who sat beside me was taking over my job. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> So I looked at him, and he won't look at me. So I thought, okay. Well, I sent an email right back and said, so what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, we haven't quite figured that out yet. <gasps> oh, okay. my God. So the next day, I got called in, mm-hmm. and they said, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to lay you off, but we need you to stay for two weeks to train him to take over your job. Oh! If, you don't, if you don't, we're not going to pay you. Yeah, they hold well, you. Yeah, so as a single mom at the time, you're going to have to stay. Yeah. So on my last day, I bought a cake, and it said on it, you're fired, and I served it to the owner of that company. Mm, yeah, you did. Good yeah. for you. That is the ultimate douche move. Yeah, train yeah. the person. Right? And to hold your pay being like, well, you know, you're fired, you're going to yeah. tra- train him. Like, 
I would I would teach that person to do everything incorrectly. <laughs> right? I should have done that, but it wasn't really his fault. But yeah, that's it was true. Just the most unprofessional thing to do to somebody. Absolutely. You're going to stay and train this person. I'd be so livid. But we're not, you know, and if you don't, yeah. we're not going to pay you. Like, we get a call. Yeah. We have to train a new morning show. And then after two weeks, you guys can leave. No! I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right. The time that you found out uh, that you were being fired before they actually fired you. Yeah. Uh, has that happened to you, and was it terrible? Boatloads of stories rolling in here. I want to jump to uh, Gary. Did you find out you were getting fired before you were actually canned? No, actually, I got fired on the spot without even knowing anything was happening. Oh, okay, no. well, what happened? Uh, well, I was working at a bakery, and uh, I start early morning shift, and then there was a girl there that we kind of uh, poked each other and kind of made you know gestures towards each other okay. uh, sexually, right? Sure. And over a period of uh, a few months, this had been going on, and we're really good friends and everything. And then she got mad at me one day, and she went to the owners and pulled the harassment charge. Oh, mm. no. After all this time, you thought you guys were Just cool joking with it. around. Yeah, yeah, but she, she was upset with me one day, and she used that. So my boss pulled me to the back of the shop and said, look, did this really happen? I'm like, it was all in friends. Like, it was her, she did it to me, I did it to her. Yeah. And they're like, well, because it is a harassment charge, we have to let you go now. Oh, right on the so spot. Turn over my keys, and uh, yeah, I walked out the door. Did you say, mm. did you get to say anything to her? No. No, I, I didn't even, yeah, she, I gave her a dirty look as I'm walking by. Oh, what a drag. Oh, yeah. Needless to say, my wife was a little upset, too. <laughs> She's like, you were doing what? Yeah, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. I bet. All right, Kate, thanks for that, Gary. Thanks, Gary. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. Follow Crash and Mars on Twitter at Crash and Mars. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, an oil sands work camp north of Fort McMurray was destroyed by a wildfire that still continues to ravage that region. Three other work camps, which provide lodging for Alberta oil sands workers, were at risk due to the wildfire that as of Tuesday morning, so yesterday, measured uh, 355,000 hectares in size. I saw pictures. One of the giant bunkhouses that housed, I think, 665 people burnt down. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That was a huge one. Yeah, they say that even though they lost it, they can rebuild it. The key was that everybody's out, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it looks like it's starting to affect the camps now. Okay, it's Canada Road Safety Week. What does that mean? Long weekend this weekend coming up? Yep. There's going to be uh, lots of enforcement. So speed, seatbelts, impaired. Distracted. Distracted. Uh, what they're going to be doing is focusing on making the roads a little bit less dangerous. The campaign runs until May 23rd and starts pretty much today. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Police will be promoting safer driving and cracking down on bad behavior. What they're going to be looking for is basically just what I said. So, you know. Anything that's not safe. Anything that's, yeah, so just drive like you should be driving. (laughs) Uh, Last year, police laid 2,433 charges in total Hmm. in this time last year. So they say if you just, all you got to do is just make an effort and you'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Okay, for those of you who uh, think that fishing for catfish uh, here in Canada is something you don't do, well, Crash has got a tail for that. (sighs) So many people fish for catfish in Manitoba. They're nasty looking fish when you pull them out. 
Like literally, if you can't catch a catfish, you should never fish again in your what life. What river are they doing it in in Manitoba? Uh, all the uh, rivers leaving Winnipeg. Uh, you can catch them at uh, in the White Shell, the pr- provincial park there. Okay, so they've got lots of yeah. They're just catfish. Yeah, they're just nasty. You, you pull yeah, them you out, and they you got refuse like to eat it. Yeah, I don't eat catfish. Apparently, some do. I don't know. I'm not eating that. I've had catfish a number of times. Did you? Yeah, uh, that um, the restaurant on White Avenue there, Daddios. They used to have an excellent catfish sandwich. Yeah, that's that's not no, good. No, no. Well, the catfish just eat everything that sits on the bottom of the lake. Gross. And rivers. Oh, body parts, fecal matter. Fecal matter. Yeah. I don't think catfish are eating poop. Whatever's sitting on the bottom, they just go through with their tentacles and like. Ew. <laughs> and then you eat them, and you're like, mmm. <laughs> Nasty. This is delicious. Yeah, that is yeah. gross. Uh, well, a guy in Winnipeg is now making the news uh, after he shared a photo of a fish, a catfish that he caught. Now, why is the photo making the rounds on the internet? Because it is 35 inches long and it is an albino catfish. What? They're describing it as the white whale. He said after 30 years of his catfishing, he actually got his great white whale in the boat. Ugh. Says he may have seen almost uh, 20,000, they call them cats in Winnipeg? Yeah, yeah, catch a cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> too, too much work to say catfish. I guess so, yeah. And he says nothing has ever looked like that. We'll get a picture up on the app for you guys. Where you did check he catch out. this? Uh, he caught that one in, oh, it's gross. Uh, like what, uh, what? what province? That was in Manitoba. It was in Winnipeg. Okay, I'm I'm guessing this is by Lockport. I'm looking at the uh, the banks there. It looks like Lockport. It looks like Lockport. Yeah, I'll take a picture and throw it on Snapchat. Is, that is one ugly catfish. Is there lots of uh, catfish in Lockport? Yeah, by Lockport, literally, if you can't catch a catfish, you should never fish again in your life. You throw your line in and pull it out, and you got a catfish. And then there's usually people waiting in the bush to buy it from you. Excuse me. People come scurrying out, and they'll buy your fish. You can like you, offer it up for five bucks. Did you did you get people scurrying out of the bush? No, if they're that, why don't they? What? No, none of this makes I know, sense. It doesn't make well, they don't have fishing you, rods. Uh, so you just wait in the weeds for someone else to catch a fish? Yeah, yeah. Someone else will do all the dirty work for you. Pull it off the line, and then you just hand them a catfish. You're like, here you go. You can get like five bucks or something. They give you five bucks yeah. for a catfish. They wait with coolers. <laughs> no. Yeah, they do. Coolers. And then they wheel their coolers why away when they're they full. They have coolers <laughs> and not fishing. <laughs> <lines. laughs> <I don't know. laughs> They just do. But they don't want to do the work oh for God. it. How many people are in the bush? Oh, you can get... It depends where you're standing. There's some popular areas. Sure. Like where vehicles would go to park around parking lots. Okay, so and you... you walk down the bush. So you as, like, as Baby Crash, as yeah. a child, you would go... Uh, would you? Did you go catch catfish? Yeah. Okay, and so you and your brother would throw out your rods. Yeah. You'd s- scoop up a catfish. Yeah. And then as you were pulling it up, people would scurry out of yeah, the bush. Yeah, you, you just hear the bushes like... And then people come out. No, and they, they don't. They get your catfish. She's so just like holding your catfish on a line like a hot dog vendor to baseball. Yeah, yeah. Like, catfish, yeah. yeah. Take it to the highest bidder. Catfish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They you would... could just literally fling it in the bush and people would jump at it. <laughs> no, Crash, you're lying. Are you there's serious? not that many people, but there's a good group that'll So how wait. much money would you make getting these catfish? Oh, you could make probably, well, it depends how many you want to pull out, I guess. But you could probably make 30 bucks. That's the most backwoods, like, hillbilly. I picture, like, you got with your, like, triple X jug of moonshine. Yeah. And yeah. you catfish on one end. <laughs> trying a fishing to line on the end off. of a stick. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they have? I don't understand. Did the did the good book, uh, the Bible, never make it to Manitoba? Like, about teaching a man to fish and feeding him for... Nope. Because it never made it there. <laughs> I didn't read it. Hmm. <laughs>
this says, that yeah, yeah. It says Crash isn't lying. I grew up in Ontario. People are waiting in the bush for catfish. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Are they that popular of a fish? I Yeah, I don't I don't eat catfish, but I guess some people love them and they just wait. Another one here says Crash is absolutely right. I love Lockport. Grew up in the area. Used to make all my money in the summer fishing for catfish and selling it to people yeah. hiding in the bush. Well, right in Lockport, Manitoba, like <laughs> the heart of their downtown, if you can call it that, there's literally like a gas station and restaurant. Okay. Yeah. They have a giant concrete statue of a catfish with oh. the big tentacles, and you go take your photos there. You another, were- another text here says, What the F, Manitoba? <laughs> 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 Another one here says, I'm from Lockport. Yes, that is true. And sometimes, if you don't want to touch them because they're really gnarly looking, uh, the guys in the bush will take them off for you. You just, like, hover over with your line. You're like, ooh. And they'll Wait be like... <laughs> and they take them off your hook. So you can catch your fish and then swing it into yeah, the bush yeah, yeah. and someone will take yeah. it off the hook I can hook literally hover my line along the bush line and someone will rip it off the hook. You have truly shown me a different side of this great country. Yeah. Next time we go to Winnipeg, I'll take you to Lockport. I'm okay. We're going to go catfish I fishing. I don't want to. I picture like, you know when you're like, you'll turn on the light and like the cockroaches will scurry? Yeah. Like if someone pulled back the bushes, all the catfish fans are like scurrying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hide like they- coolers yeah. are like... <laughs> It happens. I guess, uh, I guess it does indeed. Uh, it's a good time. If anyone's heading to Winnipeg this summer, go uh, fishing at uh, Lockport there. Alrighty. You don't have to take the fish off your own line. It's okay. People will do it for you. <laughs> Alrighty, I love it when I come across uh, news interviews, especially when I got some audio to play for you guys. Uh, what was the one that went really viral last year? Ain't nobody got time for that? Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, that's right. That, was, that one was really good. Uh, well, this one here, uh, this interview on the news is getting a lot of recognition. Uh, the reason being is because it involves gunshots and hot pockets. Mm. I'm going to take you now to Arkansas where gun violence has exploded. There were seven shootings Oh my god! last week alone and Region 8 News interviewed a pe- some people about the frightening situation uh, in their hometown. So here, have a listen to this interview. The shootings happened at various streets including East Rose and South Franklin. Two of the homes had children inside at the time. Robert Moss and Lorenzo Jackson live around these roads and say they were shocked when they first heard those shots. I just kept hanging. I'm ducking and everything. Dying. In the house, I'm, I, I stayed. I dropped my hot pocket. <laughs> Like, I heard it's like they're firing back and forth at each other. I was like, man, what is that sound? <laughs> what? It's not my hot pocket. <laughs> I guess if you're standing on the street eating a hot pocket. Yeah. And people start firing off weapons, away you go. Like, is that a common occurrence in America? You well, stand on the so. side of your street eating a hot pocket and gunfire is happening? Well, there's different levels of scared that you know, like you're like, I was so scared, like I dropped my jaw. Yeah. And you're like, so scared you peed your pants. Yeah. And then there's like top of the list. It's hot I pocket. Hot pocket. <laughs> yeah. I guess here in Canada, it'd be like, I dropped my Timmy's. I yeah. dropped my Timmy's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so scared, I dropped my Timmy's. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I didn't even have time to pick up a catfish after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so frightened. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we all know that farts are funny, and we like talking about them, and oh, people yeah. like hearing about the science behind them. Uh, but apparently, um, I guess farts aren't that hilarious or interesting enough to warrant a Fitbit-style device to keep tabs on your butt. What? There was a Kickstarter that was released, uh, which is basically a Fitbit that measures 
how many times you toot throughout a day. Oh, yes. Finally, someone has invented it. Finally, someone has invented it. It's the CH4, which was named after the chemical compound for methane, Mm -hmm. attached to your belt or to your waistband, and would monitor your beefs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling beefs. That's how they write it. <laughs> Nobody has ever said I'm blasting out a beef. Yes, they do. It monitors your beefs and pairs it up with a smartphone app where you could specifically state what you ate that day and it would track your toots. Oh. Uh, and it would tell you which foods are giving you the most beefs. Uh, not the beef. You got it. It's like a toot. Go toot. Go you can't, the toot. You can't say toot. Or you can't say beef. Uh, the guys who started the Kickstarter said that generally when they ate steamed broccoli or steaks, they yeah. tooted a lot. <laughs> oh, that's a veggie one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say that they're blaming the fact that it didn't get off the ground is because of the name CH4. Yeah, you need a cooler name. Well, they've rebranded it as Fart Knocker 5000. <laughs> Yes. Totally going to get funding now. <laughs> well, it's the 5000 though. Yeah, guys. it's a premium model. So they're going to run with Fart Knocker 5000. I'm surprised because people throw their money at the most outrageous things, yeah. Ginge. Yeah. Um, that this one didn't take I know, off. it didn't take off. It's known as one of the most, like the biggest failed Kickstarter. But that, maybe as Fart Knocker 5000, it might go somewhere. You know somewhere. what? If it was a decent price, I would buy one and clip it on my belt. Would you? Why you not? You can't just let them go and let them float away. No, I wanna. I wanna know about them. <laughs> Do you? Though? Yeah, I. Uh, if I have a beef, <laughs> then I want to figure out what's going on in it. <laughs> Our bodies are mysterious wonderlands, Marcy. Yeah. <sighs> you wouldn't want to know what's going on. No, I don't think I would. Like if you're sitting in your car alone and you're listening to your Lisa Loeb stay. Sure. And you're like, uh oh. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to get home and download all the info so I can dissect it. I don't want to know. <laughs> I wonder if this is breakfast or maybe last night's dinner. I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, people are starting to rename what they should have named it as opposed to uh, Fart Knocker 5000. Yeah. Uh, this text here said they should have called it Fitbutt. Oh, yeah. Instead what of Fitbit. Oh, Why right not? There. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, Fartbit is another one that's coming in. Yeah, that should totally be in there. Oh. Uh, uh, Farty McFart face that came in. <laughs> Farty, Farty McFart face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone's also saying uh, sh- a sh- bit. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, that one yeah, works. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Farts? Oh, uh, booty whistles? The booty whistle. The booty whistle. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. Good. Sounds better than beef. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I took a big beefer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a lady. <laughs> nobody's blasting out beefers. Well, that's how they wrote it on their Kickstarter. <laughs> so that you could monitor your beefs. They need to rewrite that whole post and repost it, and then they'll get the funding. I mean, clearly, as a lady, I would never be like, oh, guys, I just dropped a big beef. <laughs> Check my beef meter and see what kind of damage I did. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Oh, oh Lord. That's nasty. Oh, this one here says it should have been called the Farty Party. Oh, once again, that's, that's a, good, a, that's good, a name. good name. Yeah, great at naming things. Yeah. Uh, well, nonetheless, yeah, it, it was named originally the CH4, and if you're interested in tracking your mm-hmm. your beefs. <laughs> Maybe Gross. since it's in the news, it will actually take off now, Maybe right? Maybe now it will, yes. That'll be good. And then Ginger and Rach are going to invest in it. Yeah. yeah. I'll back you. You can buy that and then go to the restaurant that you invested in as well. Which was delicious, by the way. <laughs>
<laughs> and see if your beef meter goes oh, off. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, there you go. You to make sure you guys watch out for that. Alrighty, uh, a couple of things going on in sports. I've actually got a lot going on. Uh, first of all, I've got the follow-up from the Jays and Rangers brawl. Uh, Odor, second baseman, suspended eight games for punching Batista. Batista getting a one-game suspension. The Blue Jays manager, John Gibbons, and pitcher Jesse Chavez were handed three-game suspensions. Batista played last night. Uh, he's also appealing. He had a home run, uh, even though the Jays lost 12-2. to So there you go. Jays have now lost four straight. Uh, Toronto Raptors last night. Any of you who are following uh, basketball, let's mm-hmm. say baseball, uh, looks like they were pummeled by Cleveland yeah. in Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Final. Raptors proved the odds makers right in doubting them in a 31-point loss. LeBron, James, Irving were unstoppable. The Cavaliers won their ninth straight game to start the playoffs. Did you guys see the jerseys that were released that now, the, the first NBA jerseys with ads on them? Oh, no. That's what they're starting to do, like, uh, really? like race cars? Like big ads? Yeah, they released them yesterday. People said they actually don't mind them. It's a smaller, How, like, It's patch. small, oh, yeah. Because the race car ones are huge. Race, it's like Viagra. Yeah. yeah. Right across. But I think they're going to start selling, uh, like, flooding spots the jerseys on with jerseys. Them, yeah. Were they talking about that in hockey a couple of years ago, if I remember? They do it in, uh, like, European sports leagues do it. Mm-hmm. Like, the KHL, they're covered with ads. Like, their soccer teams are, their yeah. soccer yeah. players, kids I, are, and stuff like that. I think with hockey, they talk about putting more on the ice, right? As opposed to the I jersey? I think so, yeah. They've already got. It. I guess there's well, some room in yeah, there. Yeah, there's there's still some room left. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of room left. Where's the blue line? Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, San Jose Sharks uh, uh, believe they were uh, the better team in a game one loss to St. Louis in the Western Final. There was no doubt after a four nothing win, the Sharks tied the series at one. Penguins and Lightning have also made the trip to Tampa Bay for Game Three of that Eastern Final tonight. Uh, series is tied at one game apiece. Canada's win streak at the World Hockey Championships ended abruptly yesterday. Finland took a 4 nothing win over Canada. Uh, Canada now has a date with Sweden in the corner final starting tomorrow. All right, it's going to be a uh, you know an all right day today. We're going to see those clouds roll in and a good chance that we might see a thunderstorm later on this afternoon with some rain. 22 degrees for the high. It is 717 and we are sitting at 13. Good morning. often do you use emojis when it comes to texting people? Are you using them nonstop? I'm trying to because I'm big on the Snapchat thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, search Crash Mars, all one word, by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I notice when a lot of people are sending us messages, they're using emojis. So I'm Instead trying to blast emojis back. Yeah. Okay. And I'm trying to decipher what you mean by the emojis that you're sending. Okay, well, that's good. Well, I've got a I've got a list of emojis here that if you are sending or receiving them, you may not know what kids know mm. because there is a secret language of emojis that kids are blasting off to parents yeah. and other adults in their lives. And then they're laughing at you behind your back because oh. you don't know what they mean. All I blast out is the uh, eggplant. Yeah. And I mean, that one's obvious. We know what Josh <laughs> is blasting out, right? It's obvious what, uh, mm. what, what, what that is. Now, of course, you've got your smiley face. You've got like the people kissing. You've got the hearts. Uh, that's not a big that's not a big deal. But I've got a couple of emojis that I want to go through here. And if you've received them, these are what people are really saying about you. And you probably have no idea. Yeah. I'm just trying to look here. All right. This one here. Someone sends you the frog, the green frog. Oh, I've been sent that. Oh, Oh no. What's the green frog mean? It means you're ugly. <gasps> 
You son of a... Who sent you the green frog? I don't know, just some random, probably teens. All right, if someone <laughs> sends you the cute emoji of a dog... Yeah. What do you think that one means? Have you been s- sent that one? Puppy love? Yeah. No, it does not oh, mean... Oh, that's not puppy love? No, no, it means you're a bitch. Oh, the cute little puppy? Mm-hmm. Why? It's, uh... It's... Oh, just... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the smiling pile of poop. Yeah. Is someone... I like blasting that one out. Yeah, I like blasting that one out, too. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you're calling people around you heads. Yeah. So, parents, if you're receiving the pile of poo, you know what you your know kids You know what your mean. kids are saying. Yeah. Uh, if you string together the following, a running man, so the man who's jogging, and a bowling ball. Yeah. I don't know if you've received that. Running pins, running running gutter, running balls. Balls are running. No. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a game show. Yeah, it totally could be. No, it means that you're coming over to kick that person's butt. Oh, why the bowling ball? I guess because you're going to bowl them down. I I don't know. I I have no idea. I think that you're just coming to kick me in the balls. If, <laughs> <laughs> if someone sends you a pair of scissors, yeah, it means that they are coming over to cut you. What? This is what people are saying. Now, is yep. that just an expression that young people are using? Like, I am so going to cut you. Yeah, well, it could be. Yep. Uh, if someone sends you strung together a knife, a face... And a shower, the shower head? I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut your face in the shower. Okay. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know how many people are sending that message, but... Well, it's on your list. Clearly, it's a popular one. Uh, that one is basically saying to the other person, you're a psycho. Oh. Because get it, psycho from the oh, movie, right. the shower yeah, yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And a last one here, um, which apparently firefighters use. Back to the firefighters. Oh. A skull. Yeah. Right arrow. And a fire. So a skull, skull, right arrow, and then the emoji of a fire. Your right side is hot. No. No. Apparently that means go die in a fire. Oh, that's terrible. It is terrible. These are all terrible. They are. This is why they're saying you need to know this. Uh, if, if someone sends you a flower, yeah. any flower, uh, it depends, I guess, what the flower is. It means drugs. So I blasted out a flower a couple of times. Oh, did you? <laughs> As Crash sends the tulip, it's like, do you have any E? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just reply back, what's your address? What's your address? Yeah. Yeah, because people have uh, sent us like garden pictures. Yes, they and have. And I'll send them emoji back of a, a flower or like the little bouquet. That means drugs? That means drugs. That yeah, means that I means, want to buy drugs. That means you want to buy drugs. Oh. Um. I added the little needle with it too. <laughs> uh, footprints. Oh boy, footprints mean go go for a beer, mm. and the symbol of a restroom means a woman crush. Whatever the why? Heck that is. Why do footprints mean beer? Why can't you have the two steins of beer and a question mark? Well, that's that what makes I would sense, pick, right? Like, right? hey, you want to? Well, go for a beer. Yeah, that's understandable. And then, of course, any sort of fruit, like a peach, an eggplant, the apple, it all means. What does a peach mean? Um, carnal desire. <gasps> what does the apple mean? Possibly backdoor. Call <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, some WTF moments. We all see some interesting things uh, as we go yes. on with our day. Yes, we do see some interesting things. And we want to know, uh, what was your what the F was that moment? I'm just trying to think of my last uh, last one. 
I, I think I've seen so many that I'm just not shocked by anything anymore. Yeah, it doesn't bother you? Yeah. And you guys share so many weird stories that nothing blows me away anymore. Because you been, guys just keep topping it every day. I've been, uh, like, I've been, like, uh, like pervert flashed. Yeah, the flashing. And I've gone, you yeah. know, like, what the F is that? Absolutely, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I've seen that a few times. I think the majority of the now family has been flashed. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's a common occurrence yeah, for you guys. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Alana, how you doing today? Not bad. <laughs> okay, so you saw something go down in the mall that made you go, WTF? I literally stopped and just my jaw dropped. It was horrifying. Oh, what went um, down? Well, we were in one of those, uh, that new high-end store just about the Cinezio that's, um, I don't know, it's a huge outlet, basically. Yeah. And um, this girl was twirling her hair, and she's one of those prissy misses where she's twirling her hair, and she's begging her boyfriend or her husband or whoever he was, Oh, you know, I just need one more purse, you know, and he's carrying like six bags. <laughs> oh no! Okay. okay. So she's like, you know, she's like, I'd really like this purse. It would go perfect with this, and she's just twirling her hair. I'm thinking, mess, like you just need to chill. <laughs> so he's like, no, you know what? He's like, we have enough, and she lost her mind. She went full blown psychotic. No. She starts pulling at her sweater, at her dress, her strap. She snapped one of the straps on her shirt. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> she started pulling at her hair and actually ripped chunks out. No! She had a full-blown temper tantrum over a purse. And would you say she's in her 20s, late 20s? Um, mid-20s maybe, like 24. Yeah, and she just lost yeah. her and started lost tearing her clothing and her hair. In the middle of the store. Lost her mind in the middle of the store. It was oh horrible. my god. What did the boyfriend do? He shook his head and walked away. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I just left her like she's a child. Wow. She was a child. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. You're wow. acting like that. That is insane. I would. T- did you take a photo? No, I didn't take a photo. I was in such awe of the train wreck happening in front of me. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Guys, WTF moments are amazing. Yeah, this text here, uh, 56789. Says, hey guys, last week there was a guy standing on 82nd Street waving a sword around like a ninja at 7 in the morning to everybody who was driving by. We drove by and went, what the F? Is that a crime? No, you can just go out and you can show off your ninja moves if you want. With an actual sword? Well, you don't know that. Well, if it looks like it. You don't know. I don't know. Uh, I want to jump to uh, two here. It's Alyssa. How you doing today, Alyssa? Good, how are you guys? Oh, we're doing really good. good. Okay, so uh, you saw something go down at the mall that was a giant WTF moment. Yeah, uh, I was at West Side with one of my friends, and we're just minding our business, walking along. And we go to go down the escalators, and we look over, and there's a man coming up the escalators, and his um, wiener was sticking up. (laughs) (laughs) What?! I, I, we started freaking out. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I don't think he knew. <laughs> How do you not know that your wiener is not hanging Maybe out? Maybe it just. Well, and I said to my friend, I'm like, does he not feel a breeze or. Well, yeah. And it's like, like, you would feel it. Like, if your I, fly's open and you're not wearing undies, you're still going to feel something. Alyssa, how old was the guy? But yeah. Yeah. Was he a senior? Know, like. 40 maybe oh, oh he, was a, he, he should have known guy. yeah it he was knew. oh yeah super he, awkward moment i didn't know what to do i just looked away and started walking fast away it was super awkward did he make eye contact with you no i just like i just saw it and then i kind of was like should i tell him but i'm like how do you how do you tell no him? No, no, no no i think he just he, leave that he knew it was there yeah he knew 
Yeah. That is that is messed up. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks for sharing that one, Alyssa. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, 40-year-old guy, he totally knew his ween was yeah, saying his. You, you know when that's out. You, you can feel you can the breeze. You can feel it, right? And come on. You're going down the escalator. It's not the smoothest ride, so you'd feel a vibration, right? <laughs> going all the way down. <laughs> it's just like slowly nodding like the oh. little trinkets you put on your dash. Sure. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dale in Fort Saskatchewan says, I was on a city bus in Thunder Bay, Ontario, riding oof. by a park. Yeah. All of us on the bus noticed a woman squatted, went for a whiz. <sighs> As we all looked over, she looked up at us and gave us a double bird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, she's doing her business. Don't interrupt her. Uh, Jody's on one. How you doing, Jody? Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. Good, good. All right. So what's your WTF moment here? Uh, one day I was at work and I work at Yellowhead Youth Center. Okay. Um, the north side there. And we were sitting in the lunchroom having coffee at about 3 in the afternoon. And there was this cat parked in front of our office, which is normal because they're doing construction on the other side of the street. They're yeah. building a house. So. And I was sitting there looking out the window and the back door of the truck swung open and I was like, what the heck? And uh, there, I was a naked bum. <laughs> <laughs> were people getting it on in the truck? Oh my god! And all my my coworkers who happen to be social workers, yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Did did you guys go out and stop them, or you just gathered around the window and watched? We were like all staring at the guy. <laughs> yeah. Back and grabbed and closed the door. Oh, mm. yeah. So the door came on, clicked yeah. his butt. You probably looked out. back and saw a group of people out the window. He's like, You dirtbags. Yeah. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> oh, oh no. that is so weird. Thanks so much for sharing that, Jody. Thanks, Jody. Take care. Bye bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. Right, now everyone's having a nice uh, start to your day. Remember. Uh, if you miss any of the show and you want to catch it in its entirety, uh, Crash and Mars are now available for podcast. You can check that out at crashandmars.com or 1023nowradio.com. It's all there for you. Uh, a couple of things going on in traffic for you. Still that three-vehicle collision on the Yellowhead eastbound at 124th Street. You need to stay left to get through there, okay? And it looks like that earlier collision out near Fort Saskatchewan on 15 and 37 is clear. You are good to go. If you do see anything else, give us a shout. Our phone number here is 780-489-4669. All right. Uh, terrible news coming out of Fort McMurray with explosions now damaging and destroying Fort McMurray homes. It was an explosive night uh, on Monday and into today. And it's now having the Notley government considering another re- approach to the re-entry protocol that Fort McMurray residents are so anxious for. Yeah, the explosions kind of set everything back a bit, eh? Yeah, they're saying once you start uh, rebuilding and turning on switches, like you saying, it looks like it was a gas line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think because they're doing uh, turning gas on in like different quadrants of the city. Oh, and they're and trying obviously to see. that one had damage and it exploded. Yeah. Uh, Monday night's evacuation of 8,000 oil field workers also saw three quarters of them head north to other oil sand facilities that aren't being threatened by fire right now. Uh, winds took the fire into the camps that just last week were used to house evacuees. Mm-hmm. So there's still going to be some time as they figure out turning on the city, literally. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, of course, the wind shifting the fires and this dry weather. A few it people, just continues. A few people that follow us on uh, Snapchat are up there doing work, like in uh, cleaning and doing whatever they're doing. And they sent us pictures of the yeah. masks that they have to wear. They're wearing like these huge like gas masks, essentially, because they can't breathe the air. Well, yeah, because the air quality is so poor. Yeah. Well, we had it yesterday. What was it? Really bad as a 10? Yeah, for Edmonton. And it's at almost 40, I think. Yeah, 38 yeah, as 38, of yesterday, which yeah. is uh, which is pretty crazy. All right, how many of you guys are going camping this May long weekend? Well, apparently not very many of you <laughs> because campsites are now saying that that Alberta fire ban is causing people to not book their campers for their May long weekend. A lot of campground operators around Alberta are saying that they are, they've seen a massive drop in people booking sites for the Victoria Day long weekend, all because they're not going to be able to have a fire. Well, if you're pitching a tent, you kind of want that fire, you, right? If you're pitching a tent, yeah. Yeah. Even if you have a camper, it's not camping unless you got a little fire pit going, right? Yeah, and you can't. Yeah. Fire ban is in effect for pretty much the entire province. So a bunch of people just canceled? Cancelled or yes, they you know they had the whole month to book, but that fire ban has been in place now for for a little while now, yeah, a couple of weeks, yeah. Uh, campgrounds are reporting almost, uh, yeah, like a big drop. So basically, if you want a campsite, you could probably get one right now. If you might have to go a little ways out of the city, but you might be able to get one. Yeah, wow. uh, they're also posting pictures on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we've got some campsites. <laughs> Check out this campsite. It's like a, just a swing, swinging in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> A kid in the back, sad face. No, there isn't even that. There's no, <laughs> kids, there's no kids there. Nobody there. Uh, this one text here says, I just canceled my campsite for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Fire ban, liquor ban, liquor ban. Oh, are they F doing that. that again? To make it like family friendly yeah. for the long weekend? A liquor ban? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Forget, forget that. that. Go camp in your backyard. Pitch right? a tent. No liquor ban in our backyard. <laughs> this is Alberta. Alberta. We do what we want. <laughs> Get her done. I'll <laughs> hey. throw a couple flats in the back of my jacked up truck. Yeah, other people are saying the ATV ban is a big issue. Yes, that one is listed right. as well. Yeah. Uh, they say, I don't have a problem using a propane fire bit, but if I can't ride my ATV, mm-hmm. what's the point? And this one's a big old sad face yeah. from Shauna. She says, hey guys, I lost the trailer in the divorce, so no camping for this girl. Yeah. <sighs> Shauna, well, pitch a tent in your backyard. Yeah, that kind of Hopefully you have one of those. Another one here says, liquor ban? <laughs> Um, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that kind of sucks. So, mm. All right, remember uh, how we had the story the other day about the people in Yellowstone National Park who uh, took the bison calf and put it in the back of their SUV to drive it to the ranger station because they thought it was cold? Didn't have to put it down. They did. I've yeah. got an update on this story for you. First of all, the calf had to be euthanized. Which is ridiculous. Well, the mother rejected the calf. Well, can't you bring it to a rehabilitation center? Uh, you would think. We're also talking about Yellowstone. So they did have to euthanize the calf. So now the dad and the son are the most hated people in the world right now? They are. That leads me to part two of the story. They were Canadian. <gasps> no. Why? Why? They were Canadian. We have wildlife up here. You should understand. Federal officials from Yellowstone National Park have cited a Canadian man who told rangers at Yellowstone that he loaded a bison calf into his SUV because he thought it was cold. Uh, The man named, oh boy, Shamas Kazam of Quebec told rangers that he put the bison calf in his SUV and blasted the heat. Oh. Because he thought the animal was cold. He is now going to court. I bet you he'll be charged. But really, do they have to put it down? 
I yeah, I know. That I is, don't know why they had really to euthanize. ridiculous. I would have just moved it in. Right? Like, you're Rangers. You're at the Ranger station. Yeah. Just take care of the calf until it's a bison. I would imagine. And send it out. Yeah, I would imagine they can take care of animals, right? You're a national park. Yeah, they had to euthanize it. The citation states that the Quebec man told a ranger that he understood what he did was wrong and that he would not disturb wildlife again. Yeah, is that enough? That's, well, there, I, be the, like the, a, there is no immediate bonehead fine. That's the, that I was just going to say. There's no fine for being an idiot. Yeah. Right? Like, if we could be, be like, mandatory. hey, here's your fine for, you know, destroying this baby animal. Mm. Now, here's your fine that's quadruple that because you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, there should be an idiot fine. And that guy needs to get it. Yes, he does. <sighs> yeah, they, now family's freaking out. Are you guys freaking out? Yeah, yeah I know. very upset that the, the animal had to be put down. Yeah, there. they had to euthanize it. And it was a goddamn Canadian who did it. <sighs> Why? Why? Idiot. Idiot. Yeah. All right, ladies, uh, this story might make you feel a little bit better because there's nothing worse than getting here that time of the month and, uh, you know, losing track. Per se. Mm -hmm. Technology has now advanced uh, to us ladies where you can now purchase a Bluetooth tampon. (laughs) And it syncs to your phone? Yes, it does indeed. (laughs) It's called MyFlow. Yeah, oh, great, great name. It's a Bluetooth tampon that lets you know when it's time to change your on up. Do you really need that? Uh, I don't think I do, but. I kind of like this idea. Or is it so the husbands can install the app on their phone? No, no, no. Because this isn't about this isn't about like moods or. Oh, it's not. You, there is nothing about this that you need to know, my friend. Oh, okay. Absolutely nothing. Any man yeah. needs to know about this By is the just way, for the ladies. Now, family, saying this is my WTF moment right here. <laughs> the Bluetooth tampon. What is it figuring out? It's figuring out when it's time to take a trip to the bathroom and do and what ladies change need. it. Change her up. Come on, ladies. You need you understand no. when it should be That's <laughs> You are not always in the vicinity of a bathroom. So So I could be driving down the Henday and you're and I get an alert. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna pull into Windermere here, run into the Tims. And your your phone's going off? Like it letting could. me know? Letting me know. I think it's great. I great don't idea. know. Really? Yeah. Like, how long How long do you need? They say that it will also be useful for young ladies who are new to tampons. Mm-hmm. And um, then you install the app and it's like, time to change your tampon. <laughs> time to change your tampon. Well, I hope it doesn't yell that while I'm shopping at Winners, but all the your ladies... Your tampon is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Change your tampon. I'm looking through art at HomeSense. Head to the nearest bathroom. All the ladies are like, make room, make room, make room. Get out of the way, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to change your tampon. Now you sound like the count. (laughs) It's time to change your tampon. (laughs) You've exceeded two minutes. Technology has come a long way, and uh, that's going to be hitting the market for you, ladies. That is terrible. So there you go. Next thing you know, there's going to be, like, Bluetooth condoms. Uh, There might already be, actually. I don't think so. No, because the Bluetooth condom will be like, your condom has broke. (laughs) 
Change your condom. If I hear the, if I hear the condom alarm, your alarm, condom has broke. Get off me! <laughs> get off! Get off! Get out! Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so get sorry. out! Hey, give me, give me a second. Give me a second. Get out! <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah, that might have been a couple people's WTF moment right there. <laughs> Is anybody well, interested uh, in any of this? <laughs> Alrighty, what an incredible time to be in business, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. We had a story earlier this week about 14-year-olds rejecting a $30 million buyout for the medical... Right. Uh, what was that? The medical vending, vending machine? Vending machine, yeah. Uh, well, entrepreneurs are, are everywhere, and I've got a new one for you. It is one of the hottest newest ways to make money according to the wall street journal Mm -hmm. first of all if you are a millennial and not an old millennial like uh crash and ginge you gotta be old millennials you gotta be a young millennial so you gotta be in your 20s yeah pack your bags right now get your butts to new york y'all can live in a you know a bachelor apartment together yeah until you get into this companies are hiring millennials who are calling themselves consultants for $20,000 billable an hour on how to keep young employees happy. 20000 an hour? No. $20,000 per billable hour. Holy crap. Millennial issues apparently are a big thing in offices right now. Yeah. Because millennials aren't happy with traditional workplaces anymore. So they want to, like, research, use these millennials, young millennials, for research to figure out how to keep young people engaged and working. You get to, uh, like, I walk into a building, I'm like, hi, I'm a millennial. I (laughs) Put that on your resume. (laughs) I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. Uh, I know how to keep millennials happy, and the way that you're running this old-fashioned office isn't working. For $20,000 an hour, I can teach you how to keep young people at your workplace happy, and the first thing you're going to do mm-hmm. is install a ball pit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? I love the ball pit idea. That's fantastic. See, $20,000. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. You got a happy office. I just made twenty k. Booyah. We need our. Uh, we need a millennial to talk to our boss. Mm-hmm. He's like, guys, guys, I got this great idea. Uh, I got some CDs that you can give away. and um, CDs. We'll um, wait for it, wait for it. We'll do... Caller number nine. Yeah, okay, yeah, no. Radio needs this in the worst way possible. Caller number nine, guys. And I want you to fire through every single caller. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is no good. No, see, that is that that is like 80-year-old consultants. Yeah. And they're still they're still going strong in this industry. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, well, millennial <laughs> issues uh, have become an issue. So here are the companies that are hiring millennial consultants. Red Robin. Red Robin? We got a couple of those in this city. They're hiring millennials. Time Warner, HBO, hmm. and a company by the name of Oracle, which I don't know. Alphabet Inc. I think Oracle's a big media company. Is it a big media I company? Think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, there's also a mother daughter pair. Yeah. So it's the mom who is a millennial and her like eight year old. They go and consult. Are you kidding? $25,000 for a keynote address for one hour. The Atlanta mother-daughter pair, Yeah, you want to book them for one hour to speak to your management on how to make your company millennial-friendly? $30,000. What? And people are paying this woman and her These child. These companies are paying them. We need to start our own consultant firm. We can skew our ages. 
Right? I'll be I'll be twenty two. Right? Oh, I'll, I'll wear get up my there. backwards hat and my high tops. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll go in looking hip. Yeah, put on your baby shirt. Put on my baby shirt and my hipster glasses, and I'll be like, listen, your meetings are boring as ass. <laughs> they feel like millennials, young millennials don't use that terminology. <laughs> and why are you drinking a tea? <laughs> First of all, it's a David's tea. I just finished my Tivana. Now I'm going to swipe right for about five minutes while you guys think about how terrible you are. $30,000. Please. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Now, what are these people offering up? Well, occasional breaks, uh, cooking classes while at work. Mm-hmm. So as, as opposed to everybody going for lunch, you all go to your cooking class. Yeah. Uh, providing fruit roll-ups in the office. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Giving people 20-minute breaks every two hours to browse Reddit. Gosh. Oh, my God. Gosh, do you see what I'm getting at yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. You and I. We're going to start our own we're consulting gonna do this. firm. Yeah. We're going to do this. It's done. And we're going to do it right. Yeah. We're going to go across Canada consulting. Actually, across the globe. Fruit roll-ups. Yeah. And Reddit for everybody. Done. Alrighty, in sports, uh, the fallout from the Jays and Rangers brawl on Sunday came down. So here's a couple of things that they did. They suspended Rangers second baseman Odor eight games for punching Batista. Uh, Batista got a one-game suspension. Blue Jays manager John Gibbons and pitcher Jesse Chavez were handed three-game suspensions. Uh, Batista's played last night. He's appealing his suspension, by the way. Hit a home run, but they still lost 12-2. to Toronto Raptors losing last night as well. LeBron James and Irving were unstoppable. Cavaliers winning their ninth straight game to start the playoffs. Uh, let's see here. Also in hockey, San Jose Sharks. Uh... Took a uh, game one loss to St. Louis in the Western Final. Uh, that was on Monday and Tuesday. There was no doubt after a 4 nothing win. The Sharks then tied the series at one last night. Penguins and Lightning made the trip over to Tampa Bay for game three of that Eastern Final. That goes tonight. That series is also tied at one game apiece. And then in World Hockey Championship, Canada's winning streak coming to an end. Finland taking a 4 nothing win over Canada. Canada now has a date with Sweden in the quarterfinal that starts tomorrow. Fruit roll-ups for everyone. The Now family's pumped about that. Oh, yeah, guys. We're going to make cheddar. That's for sure. Guys, if you're on your way to work, swing by a grocery store and grab some fruit roll-ups. You're going to make everyone's day at work. Tell your manager you're the new millennial consultant. Why do we love fruit roll-ups so much? I don't know. I just learned that this morning. I literally haven't had one in probably 20 years. Did you ever get one in your lunch kit? Actually, I never had a brand name one. Yeah, I didn't think so. No. All right. It's going to be an all right day today. We are going to see a mix of sun and clouds. Small chance of a thunderstorm later on. 22 for the high. It is 818 and we are at 15 degrees. Good morning. Alrighty, uh, I want to talk about this story because I actually don't really know what happens in this. Uh, A woman in Ohio called 911 to to report a fake robbery. Now, the reason is because she was at a restaurant and she didn't have any money to pay her bill. Mm -hmm. So she paid, uh, I guess, with like nothing and called 911, said there was a robbery going down at the restaurant. When the police arrived and everybody was like, what the what? She made her escape Mm -hmm. and she bailed on a $20 bill. Uh, Why did she even go there? She knew she didn't have cash. 
Just wanted a meal? I guess she, she needed a meal, and, yeah. that's, and that's what she did. Here's what I want to know from people who currently work in the restaurant industry. What happens when the bill comes and that person's like, I don't have any money? Like the good old dine and dash? No, not even. What oh, if that just, person just sits there and they're like, I don't, I can't pay for this. How, no, does that happen? Has that happened? And what do you do? Because there's always that you thought that, oh, well, you'll put him to work. Yeah. You'll put him in the kitchen. Which I don't think that works. I, I don't, well, I don't think that happens. You were, you were a server in your uh, early millennial years. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> did anyone say that to you when you go to collect? I don't have any money? Yeah. No, not once. What would you say if someone actually said that? And they're just like, well... Well, like that's a, just a it. A table I don't know. of three people. Let's what, say they're like, like, well, we don't have money. I, what do you do as a server? I'd be like, well, that's the worst thing I've heard tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to do too much. No, I don't, that isn't going to do too much. No. So have you worked in the uh, restaurant industry? And did somebody look you in the face and say, I'm not going to pay the bill? What does happen? Do you call the cops? You're essentially stealing. But so the cops take 25 minutes to get there. Those people can just walk out. So what? Well, I don't you like. And then what? D- you take their picture? Her? You, can you, did, right? I don't know. Can you zip tie them? <laughs> I don't, I don't, just, zip tie their ankles to the bottom of the table? I, <laughs> You're not going anywhere. This is Berta. And when you think about it, three people, mm-hmm. if they don't order like a ton of booze, yeah. it's what? Hundred and something bucks? Yeah, but who's paying? I don't think a company's gonna be like, oh no pigs. All right. Have you looked at a waiter in the face and said, I don't have any money for this? Mm-hmm. Or have you worked in the restaurant industry and been like, I can't pay for this? Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 now radio. Alright, uh, we're wondering what happens uh if, if you have somebody in your restaurant who's like, I don't have the money for this. What what do you do? Uh, the reason why we're talking about this is because a woman in Ohio uh, recently went to a restaurant. Her bill was $20, and she couldn't pay it, so she called 911 and reported a fake robbery. As the police got there, they caused some chaos. Uh, she was able to escape and run out without paying her bill. So we want to know uh, what really does happen if mm-hmm. someone can't pay their bill in a restaurant. I'm seeing some terrible texts coming uh-huh. in, too. Uh, we'll go with uh, Court here at the top. How you doing, Court? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Excellent. All right, so you manage a restaurant, right? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. Um, what would happen if a group of people went into your restaurant, ordered some food, had some drinks, and then the waitress is like, sorry, or they look at the waitress and they're like, sorry, we can't pay? So this has only happened to me once in three years. Yeah. Um, but uh, basically what happened is he came into my restaurant, uh, ordered uh, probably $80 in drinks, and then uh, like didn't have money to pay for it, so he was like harassing people at the slot. We have slots in the restaurant. He was like harassing people at the slots for money, like the oh, old ladies. No. Uh, um, yeah. So it, it actually, he actually left with more money than he started with, if you believe that, because I can I couldn't get him to cough the rest of it back up. Really? Um, yeah. No, it was pretty bad. So at that point, you just want him out, right? So you're just going to kick the person out, and then the the restaurant budgets a certain amount of money. Uh, for like a uh, loss of property, which is basically what that is. Yeah. Um, and, and you just eat the cost of it. Uh, so, I'm assuming that's what would probably happen. So he got money from the guys who were paying the slots? Yeah. From, well, from like just the little ladies who were in there at you know, oh. midnight or whatever. It was really bad. Oh. So he got a free meal and left with like 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. He that's made good. money and got booted out. <laughs> yeah. So we were, we were pretty keen to get him out of there. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want him harassing customers. Mm. All right. Okay. Brutal. Well, thanks, Court. No problem. Alrighty, have a great day. And I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? You've got you've got a a budget to eat the cost. Yeah. So is the key just to get belligerent? 
And then they'll just boot you out. Uh, and be like, hey, my. That's this not. This is really sick, right? I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke <laughs> all over puke. me. Get out! Yeah, right? <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Uh, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking. Oh, talk- they're imaging. No, sorry. no, it's done. Yeah. We're talking about if uh, you've ever, if you're a waiter, waiter, uh, waitress, if you've ever sure. been stiffed on the bill, what happens? What does happen? Uh, do you pay for it? Do you just let them walk out? A woman in Ohio uh, could not pay for her $20 bill at a restaurant, so she called in a fake robbery and then ran out when the police got there. Uh, so we were seriously just wondering what happens when someone stiffs you on the bill. Do you make them work in the kitchen mm-hmm. and uh, and wash dishes to work off their tab or, or what goes on? Like your stories. I, I feel so bad for a lot of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cassie just walked in and said she's been stiffed so many times on By, like, her. people she knows. Yeah, like regulars at a bar that she worked at. That she was like, sorry. And then they come back yeah. a week or two later and she's like, uh, hi. I want to, like, pay me your money? If I was a waiter, I'd be like, prepay only. Let's go. Prepay Hand only. Hand in your credit cards. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Credit cards are no dinner. No drinks, beat it. <laughs> well, you, you won't do very well in this. <laughs> I would definitely not get industry. tips. Yeah. Uh, Catherine's uh, on six here. How you doing, Catherine? Hi. Hey. Hi. All right. So what happened to you? First of all, were you a waitress at one point? No, I, I've never been a waitress. No. Oh, okay. Did you <laughs> so stiff, did you stiff someone on the bill or what? Yeah. So I got, <laughs> it was my second date with this fella. Yeah. And he took me to, it was a long time ago, it was Pack Rat Rillies, which is quite an expensive restaurant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I, I like that there. place. For sure. And he, uh, he ordered the ostrich. Like, he took me. He invited me, right? So mm-hmm. he ordered the ostrich. And I was taught that... Like, you pay attention to what the other person orders, and then you, like, have equal or less, right? So he picked the most expensive thing, so I was like, okay, well, I guess we can, we're going all out. <laughs> we're balling today. Sure, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I ordered something. I think I got the ostrich, too, anyways. And then and then he got wine and all this, and then the bell came, and his uh, credit card didn't work. <laughs> and And I was a student. Like, I had no money. Like, I could... I couldn't even go to McDonald's, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so anyways, so he's like, well, if you pay it, then I'll go run across the street, like, after we leave and, you know, and give you back the money. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, sure. So so we did. I did, and then, uh, so I paid, and then we, like, he just stood there next to me, <laughs> and he didn't go across the street to give me the money. Oh, no. And he, he knew. He knew his oh, credit yeah, card was no matched. He yeah. knew. Well, yeah, he knew because actually I was stupid enough to, because it happened to him the, the first date, too. Oh, oh. Like, oh no. He a cheap restaurant. Oh, yeah. Catherine, no. no. you don't do it twice. <laughs> So, so then when he called for the third date, I just laughed at him. What? Did they he do? Back, he's like, this lady's taking me everywhere. Oh, she keeps buying me expensive dinners. <laughs> oh, man. What, how much was the meal that he stiffed you on, that, the well, pack rat? Like, this is about, like, probably 20 years ago now. Yeah, yeah. but still be probably, like, like, 100 bucks. Absolutely. $150, which is a lot of money. Yeah. Did you, like, elbow him and be like, go get the money? Well, I I started, I was like, yeah, like, are you going to, and then we were going to meet friends, like, afterwards at a bar, and I just, like, you know, I didn't pay. Yeah. <laughs> there was a cover charge. Not I happening. Like, I'd be like, yeah, well, sorry, like, you need to find money if you want to come in, but I'm getting my party on. <laughs> te- texts are rolling in asking if they can have your phone number. <laughs> so. Sure, I'm single now. <laughs> you're single and you're going to foot the bill. That's, That's right. cool. <laughs>
That's awesome. Pretty stupid, eh? Oh man, thanks so much. It's all said. It's all about the story now. So I have to get my my mileage out of the story. Oh, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing it today. Thanks, Catherine. Okay. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. All right, we're talking about uh, what happens when somebody stiffs a bill at a restaurant. Uh, do you guys put them in the kitchen to work? Do you just let them go? Do mm-hmm. you have to pay out of your tips if you're a server? I bet you it happens a lot at like small town bars. Yeah, right. Uh, it could. This text here from Amanda says, oh my gosh, you guys, I have a story. We were on White Avenue doing my sister-in-law's bachelorette party. We stopped in this place because we were so drunk and really hungry. <laughs> we ate... One threw up in the bathroom. Oh, so this no. is the bachelorette party. We looked across the street and we saw the funky pickle. <laughs> and we all were like, oh my God, fries. So we, all, <laughs> so we all drunkenly ran out to get fries. While we are there, I look across the street and the server is standing there holding our bill, looking at our table. Then the server looks outside all sad. The sad part is one of the girl in our group worked there. Oh, no. So when she went to work the next day, she was asked to pick up the bill. Oh, and for a good group of girls, that bill would be top dollar. Bachelorette party. Uh, She says it was an honest drunk mistake. We all just thought the other one got the bill. Oh, yeah. One of those. Yeah. Oh, I thought everyone paid. Weird. Another one here says, I received a call one night at the bar. Oh, hang on a second. I think this is our boss. (laughs) Did he stiff someone? Yeah. I received a call one night while I was at the bar. I had to leave quick and I forgot to pay for my drinks. Mm -hmm. I was a regular. The waitress covered the cost for me. The next time I saw her, though, I gave her uh, the money for the drinks plus interest plus a big tip. She wasn't impressed, but she was understanding. Remember when the boss stiffed us on a bill? Well, yeah. He's done it many times. But the worst one was when we he does first, it all the time. When we first launched Now Radio years ago... Um, he took us driving through the city. Meanwhile, Mars grew up here. <laughs> he he <laughs> know, took us driving through the city. He's like, you just need to get I the feel. About that. He's from yeah. Saskatchewan. He took me on a tour of my yeah. hometown. I think he just wanted to be escorted <laughs> through. But nonetheless, we drove through uh, town and stuff listening to radio. And then we went to Hap's Hungry House on Stony yeah, Plain for breakfast. And halfway through breakfast... He got a call. Got a call. And he's like, guys, I got to go. And he just jammed out and left us there. We didn't have a vehicle. Yeah. And we had to pay for his breakfast. And so... What what gives? (laughs) That's the most our boss thing in the world. (laughs) One, the the arrogance to give you a tour of your own city. Yeah. And then to sneak out on the bill. Yeah. He he skipped out on the bill. ride. Yeah, and he left you there. We We called her mom mom to come pick us up. up. She's like, why am I doing this? I'm like... Well, my boss. I'm like, you know what, Mom? Never mind. And as I was coming out, I'm like, I'm just going to call a taxi. It's We just moved here, too. So we're kind of flat broke. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know, yeah. I mean, you know what? He's paying you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, jump to Cynthia here. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Uh, doing pretty good. All right. So you were, oh, you were with some friends who tried to dine and dash? Yes, they did. Oh, yeah. no. What happened? How did it go down? Oh, well, it was actually really embarrassing because my friend was the waitress. Oh no! Mm. Yeah, it was really brutal, and uh, she ended up uh, she ended up having to pay for our meal out of her tip. Really? The, yeah. Another one with the tip? That's brutal. Yeah. And this is your friend. Yeah, she and she knew where I lived, so she came to my door and and demanded the money back. Yeah, pretty much. Did you give it back? Oh, I absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah. I was not in on that. I, that that was something i didn't even know about yeah did you know your friends were doing the dine and dash or you found not out until, after yeah not until it was time to pay and they said okay uh, this is the plan 
Oh, oh no, the, that's terrible. Then everyone, what, yeah. just booked it? Yeah, they told us to go outside and meet them outside, and they'd join us, and they freaking joined us by running past us. Oh, oh no. Brutal. Meanwhile, your yeah. friend's like, oh, really? Yeah. Did this just happen? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know where Cynthia lives, so yeah. I'm going to go get that money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Okay, thanks for that one, Cynthia. Yeah, no problem. Follow Crash and Mars on Twitter at Crash and Mars. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, there's a possibility that we may have discussed this before, but for whatever reason, it always ends up in the news, especially around uh, this time of the year. Now, for here in Canada, and if you're a parent, you probably... Don't really think twice about taking your kids out of school for a long weekend, a long weekend coming up, or like a short holiday, Yeah. even though it's not a designated holiday. Oh, we always did that. Uh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not the case in the UK, where parents for years have faced fines of more than $100. If their children missed even one day of school without permission, that wasn't a designated holiday. Yeah. Or uh, like education Like being sick day. or something? Yeah, yeah, or being sick. Yeah. So now that system is being thrown into question and they're debating getting rid of it. Why? Parents are pulling their kids out of school whenever they want and then not paying the fines. Hmm. Uh, For example, uh, a dad is uh, in some trouble and he successfully sued his government, which slapped him with a fine for taking his six-year-old daughter on a week-long trip to Disney World. Six week? No, six-year-old daughter. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Jeez. His six-year-old daughter on a week-long trip to Disney World. Yeah. And they fined him saying, well, you didn't take her out of school when there was actual holidays that were designated. Mm -hmm. It was during the regular school year. Uh, So now you're being fined. He sued and said, I'll take my kid on holidays when I want. I can't get vacation at the same time the school gives vacation. Yeah. So suck it. That's what the school system expects. Everyone just adjusts their schedule according to the school schedule. And if you want a holiday with your children, then you do it according to the school schedule, not what you can take off for work. Wow. I want to know from you guys. Now, that obviously isn't the case here. Do you, as a parent really care about taking your kid out of school when it's not a designated holiday? Mm-hmm. Or are you like, listen, I have a week off in September. We're going to the Bahamas. Yeah. I don't care that school started three weeks ago. We always did the family road trips in uh, like May or June because that was the time that my dad would get off work. Oh, he couldn't was, get summer? No, that was the only time that he could book off. So we'd get pulled out of school for like a week or two. And all the school did, I, I doubt they do it anymore, but they would just... Uh, give us homework, like give us what we would be doing for the two weeks. Yeah. And then we come back and expect to have it done. Yeah. You never do it you on vacation really and you it. power through it on the last day of your yeah. vacation and it looks like crap, but they would always give you homework. Do you feel that when, as a kid, if you can remember, when you went back to class, did you feel like you were far behind? Because I remember that was the big thing with when I was young. Is I remember there, there was notes that were sent home. You know, mm. I mean, my parents weren't fine, but it was like, listen... If your kid, A, they won't get the perfect attendance award, which I was very uh, passionate about. Of course you were. And second, um, she'll be so far behind, she'll fail. We'll have to flunk her out of grade five or grade four. They would throw threats like that? I remember them saying that, yeah. No, we didn't get that. Because I never, ever, ever was taken out of school. Really? Never. Right, you... Nope. The only time you go on vacation is after school is finished? Our family holidays were yeah. done in end of June to end of August. Wow. We never, ever. So I want to know, do you take your kids out of school whenever you want? Like, does that even bother you? Do you even care? 
Personally, if I were a parent, I wouldn't care. No. I'd be like, I got some vacation. Yeah. Kids, let's go. That's right. We only get certain vacations because of radio, ratings, etc. Yeah. No way. If I'm When I'm not in ratings and they're in school, we're holidaying. Yeah. Little Timmy, we're pulling you out of choir. Yeah. Let's go. That's right. Or <laughs> if you were a kid, did your parents take you out of school right in the middle of the school year to go on some awesome trips? I know. I always hated the kids that came back with tans. Me too. Because I never went to a tanning vacation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. Now, radio. Alrighty, uh, we want to know uh, if you're pulling your kids out of school, it doesn't matter what time of the year, and where mm. are you guys going? What's your awesome holidays? Or when you were growing up, did your parents like be like, you're missing the month of October? <sighs> That'd be amazing. I think the most I missed was two weeks consecutively. And that felt like it was like I missed a year, and it was amazing. This text here says, hey guys, uh, you can call me a bad parent if you want, which we won't. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, it says, I'll take my kids out of school for anything. Sports, vacations, even big movie premieres. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when the weather is really nice, I'll say, let's not go to school today. We'll go swimming at the outdoor pool because it's never busy on a Tuesday. Yeah. I will not let school interfere with my kids. A couple of our <laughs> friends, uh, they just pulled their kids out of school just randomly to go for lunch. It's like, oh, you yeah. Know what? That happens all the time. You know what? We're going to have a shopping day. And the kid just gets to go shopping. We're like, what? Yeah, I never. Oh, could you? You, you never got the no, pulled out of school to if, go shopping? If I ever woke up on like a Wednesday morning and my mom was like, don't rush. We're just going to go shopping today. Yeah. <gasps> I would have died. No, that never happened to you me. You would think that would have happened to you with your shopping bug that you have, right? You think it would have been like ingrained in you as a no, child? No, I never had that luck. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, I have no problem pulling my kids out of school for a holiday. They never send homework with my kids either. I'll say to them, you know what? Just to keep the school happy, let's just write in a journal every day about our educational experience. <laughs> just to appease the teacher. <laughs> Am I the only one that took homework home? Uh, I've also uh, taken them out of school so we could travel to see some awesome bands like Pink or Taylor Swift. It's totally worth it. Yeah. How Parent, cool is that? Another text here says teachers don't give homework. They just oh. say catch up when you get back. Oh, So I got screwed? You on it? got screwed, yeah. Oh. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Okay, we're talking about if you were taken out of school for the old family vacation. And what kind of cool things did you do? Yeah. Uh, Anne's on six here. Did you get taken out of school for a cool vacation? Uh, not so much me. I mean, we went skiing and stuff. But we, nice. my parents have a sailboat in the Bahamas. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> yeah. So we will take our kids randomly out of school. Um, we'll go for a bit of an extended spring break. And one couple of years ago, we left our now 11-year-old son, who was eight at the time, with my mom and dad for an extra month. Oh. Um, and my husband and I and our daughter came home and left him there with them to keep sailing. And he came home the end of April. Oh, that is insane. That, that is yeah. wicked. Awesome. Yeah, he loved it. And they did too. And it was an awesome experience. We will totally do that with our daughter when she gets older. And he was in grade three at the time. The teacher was incredibly supportive. The life the life experience that he got out of that. I mean, he caught a 40-pound mahi-mahi with my dad crossing from Eleuther to the Marsh Harbor. Like, Where how you, cool is that? I've yeah. never this, done that. The stories no. and photos yeah. that like, they would have? He was... He was with my he was with my mom and dad and he was with my dad when my dad caught the biggest fish of his life. My dad's a pretty avid fisherman, so yeah. that kind of stuff. My brothers have kids now too, and they're a bit younger than me. Um, so when their kids get older, they're hoping that their kids can go with my mom and dad too, and uh, you know, stay for a bit longer. And oh, and, absolutely! I want to be your kids. Neat. Can you send me <laughs> sailing, please? Yeah, Crash and I will go yeah. sailing with your parents. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's an awesome time. It's just. The diff- it's no different than going and traveling with your parents in a motorhome. You're just on the ocean, right? So yeah. a bit of, I guess that's a different experience. Oh, that's a yeah, total different experience. That is cool. Thanks so much yeah. for sharing that. Thanks for having, for having me on. Anytime. Yeah, take care, Ed.
Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Okay, we're talking about the wonderful family vacations. And if you were taken out of uh, school for them. Yeah. So many people are lucky and you get to explore the world with these. I know. Uh, this text here uh, says, hey guys, my daughter, when she went to post-secondary, was actually shocked that she had to attend classes on Friday. The reason being is because we used to take her out of school Pretty much two Fridays out of the month just to have a day off or a stress leave. What? Yeah, stress leave Fridays off. If it was sunny and nice. A stress leave? Stress leave, yeah. Oh, how cool would that oh, be? I never got I could have taken. I could still too. take some and I don't get them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Hey, guys, my daughter just missed a couple of weeks for dance competitions. We take her out in June for a week to go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. We just tell the teachers you have the option to send homework. Most teachers won't. Really? So They're like, just too bad, catch up when yeah. you get back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, jump to uh, Faisal here. Did you get taken out of school for cool vacations? Totally. Like, we went out to, like, the hard land of, like, Africa to check out, like, wildlife kills and all that fun stuff. What? And the best part is I'd always, like, purposely leave my homework behind. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, I think uh, uh, we went on that safari and the lion. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sorry, the papers blew away on the safari that That's we're awesome. on. That's <laughs> awesome. Exactly. Like, it was the best excuse ever. And then I'd get, like, detention. My mom would be like, well, what'd you get detention for? And I was like, well, I don't know. I, I did my homework. Yeah, oh, yeah. On the trip. Yeah. And, yeah. That's, so how long would you be gone from school for? I was almost gone for like three weeks. Oh, that like is amazing. On a safari. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you when you got to do that? You know what? I actually did it three times. I did it in 1991, 96, and 2006. Oh, I would love to do a safari. Would you recommend it? I totally would. I have family there, so if you ever need a hookup, I got family. Nice. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah, we'll just uh, hook up with your family. That is so cool. Can we stay at their place, too? Hey, for sure. Yeah, join the family, man. It's all good. That's cool. Thanks so much for sharing that, man. Yeah, you bet. Okay, take care, bud. You guys. Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.